Welcome to the Green Industry Podcast. This show is all about helping lawn care and landscape professionals take their businesses to the next level. Join us as we chat with green industry leaders to discover best practices and practical strategies to maximize profits. Now, here's your host, Paul Jamison. Hey, friends, we are back here at Novi, Michigan at the Entrepreneur Academy. We're joined with Nick Carlson, becoming a regular around yeah. podcasting, man. Yeah, it's good to be here. And uh, Naylor yeah. Taliaferro. Um, good to be back. <laughs> yeah. So, Nick, you just had your keynote speech. Yeah. And uh, you had your notes on your phone all ready to go, everything mm-hmm. nice and organized, mm-hmm. and a little technology glitch. Yeah, they gone. <laughs> <laughs> so you had to wing it, as they said, yep, in yep. front of uh, all the lawn bros and ladies. So how did yeah. it go? No, it went, it went really, really well. Um, I, I just like to be real with everybody. Like, I don't have these super fancy videos, and I don't have some super fancy speech and some sales thingy. It's just like, hey this is who I am and, and, and I'm going to give it to you straight. And they're, like I said, like about halfway through, I wanted to remind everybody, all my thoughts are my thoughts. They're not the facts. They're not, you know, this is gold. This, everything is perfect. It's just a matter of this worked for me. And, and, and please take a nugget here and a nugget there. You're going to have to make your own recipe. This recipe just worked for me. And that's all I tried to deliver was that recipe. Yeah. And I want to, we'll dive into all the new exciting products at MulchMate, but I want to talk about something because you were on my podcast uh, earlier in the year and you had talked about the sale of your business and some mistakes you made. Mm-hmm. And I've gotten a lot of feedback. And actually there's been people that have listened to your episode, Nick, mm-hmm. and they changed their name because it was Nick's mowing or Rick's mowing. <laughs> Rick's mowing. <laughs> and then they heard you say, if his name's a little bit more generalized, mm-hmm. that's going to beef the up sale because mm-hmm. if it's you know sugarloaf lawn care whatever right. that's the town i'm from yeah right. whatever then a, a generic company the generic name is going to be worth something to a company that's the name's not associated when mm-hmm. you start dropping all these nuggets and it changed people literally i had a guy he's like i just spent all this money he's from north carolina mm-hmm. and he spent all this money on all of his his branding or whatever and he listens to your podcast and he called <laughs> me back he's like i just spent thousands on all of this and he Went and changed it. He's yeah. like, I wish I would have heard that two weeks ago. <sighs> Sorry. <laughs> Daily dollar short. Yeah. yeah. So I want to dive in because so many guys are in year one, year two, year three that are here that are listening to our show. And so you successfully sold your actual service business. Now you're in the product manufacturing side. But what would you tell Nick Carlson starting out if you could go back and talk to yourself? Hey, here's how you want to build this thing so you can sell it for as much as possible. First thing right off the bat, the first thing I tell every single person is go work for somebody else that you admire in the industry that you're in. That that it's it's dumb. There if you like I look up to people like who Andy Frisella is, uh, yes. MFCEO now Real AF or whatever online. Um, I, I look up to the guy. He he is an absolute you know, get her done kind of guy. Now I'm not in the, the vitamin supplement industry, but I would try to find somebody in the landscape industry. Cause if that's the industry I wanted to be in, which it was, um, there was a funny story I wanted to tell. It just reminded me. <laughs> I'll get into that later. Year but... end speech. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. It was, it was too... in the note that got disappeared. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, when I was a kid, uh, so we'd go to like Disneyland or something, right? Disney World, whatever you call it. And I wasn't interested in any of the rides. All I did, you know, the little, little throwaway cameras, you, you take a picture and you zip it. Yeah. Yeah. So I had one of those as a kid and I'd just go around taking pictures of plants. Oh, wow. Of the plants. Oh, all the plants all nice. over. Every, like, that's all I did as a child. So I was just ready for this industry. I was born <laughs> for it for a parent. I don't know what it was, but I have in my house, I have a chest full of pictures of just plants. I don't know what they are. I don't know where they came from, but I still have all the, the pictures, you know, you get made. So 
Um, that, that was what remind that was, this is remind me anyway. So I would go find somebody in my industry somewhere and I would go work for me for a year. I would just eat mm. crow and just be done with it and, and sacrifice a lot because the value that you're going to gain by the guy that you admire, and it is where you want to be. If you're, if you're nice and if you're polite and you're, and you show up early and go home late. Yeah. Everybody said that before. It works. The people have these sayings for a reason because they work. Yeah. So that's what I would do. And I want to piggyback off that, Nick, because I had a guy named Kenny. He was in the nicest neighborhood in Atlanta. Just this guy knew his numbers. He knew his craft. Great company. Mm-hmm. He invited me to be a foreman in his company. And he's like, for one year, you can learn the ropes because I we would go out to coffee and I'd ask him all these questions. And I was in year one, year two, and I didn't know what I was doing. And he's like, you need to come work for me for a year. But I was so gun ho I'm like, oh, I'm getting money. And I'm, I wasn't. I was undercharging. I was a mess. And I didn't listen to him. And I was like, I'm just going to do my own thing. And I, I ran my own business. I've lost so much money. I do a $15,000 job and, uh, you know, charge it wrong, end up working for three weeks, lose money. I mean, I just, I could tell you bad stories. Mm-hmm. So you said that advice. I disobeyed that advice. If I would have followed in, you know, for a year and learned what I was doing mm-hmm. from the actual, you know, how to put sod in, how to measure how much mulch, what to char- all this stuff that I learned the hard way, I could have learned the right way. So I think that's a great uh, piece of advice, Nick. Um, of course. So yeah, yeah, it, it, it's huge. So the the two major things was that it was you know go work for somebody and, and don't feel bad. Like you're in order to build a house, the first thing you do is you dig, you go down, and then you have to pour the foundation, you pour the footers, you, you know, you pour the slab or what, what have you. And that's what you're doing by going to work for that person. They just go crazy thinking that I got to make money. I got to make money. Well, the thing is, is if you're running your business properly, you're not running it to make the money. You're running it to build the systems to make you the money. Mm. So it's a totally different mindset. Say that one more time. So if you're, run, if you're trying to run a business to make money, you're doing it wrong. You want to make the systems to make you the money. Because if you're just out running a business, it's running you. You need to have a system that makes you the money for you. Yeah. That's, that's how I see it. hundred percent. And a lot of people just, they get so wrapped up in, you know, equipment, trucks, rah, rah, rah. It's not about that. Those things are consumable. They, it's just like going, eating, eating dinner. You, you spend 20 bucks, you eat the steak and it's gone. Period. That's what those trucks do. You buy it, you wear it out. It's gone. That's not what is going to make you a sellable product. You have to look at your business like a product. You have to make it sellable and take every excuse away from everybody. That's why like everybody, everybody tells me that our products are full of details. Thank you. I appreciate the, the accolades and all that. That's great. I, I'm not real. The reason I do that is because I take the excuse away. If I'm going to come into an industry and become anything, you, I can't give you an excuse. You, I have to, when I go sell you or you look at my stuff, it's got to just shut you up period. And that when you talk about like in a landscape business, when somebody enters your system, they have to literally be pushed right through so comfortably, like they're sitting in a lazy boy that they know they're gonna be taken care of because there's no excuses. And so they feel like it's, this is just how it should be. Instead of the customer trying, like a lot of times these landscapers have the customer try to force them to do something like they have to react to the customer. And that is just a no, no. And so you have to do it with your vendors. You have to be proactive. You got to do it with your people. We have proactive. You got to do it with your customers. All those people, you have to sell yourself to your own employees. You got to sell yourself to your vendors. You got to sell yourself to your customers all the way around. Even the people that are driving down the road that don't even know you, when they see your truck driving down the road, it should be in such good shape and lettered properly and done so right that they look at it and go, 
I don't have anything to worry about driving next to this big old landscape truck. It's done right. I'm yep. going to call that guy. Not some janky truck driving on the road. Chuck and right. truck. Yeah, that that's so good. So what else would you say, Nick, for someone selling it? I know you've mentioned the business broker mm -hmm. to complete the transaction to help you get the most bang for your buck. What information should we be gathering along the way with our data so that we can – I don't want to leave anything on the table for guys that will maybe not even think, I'm never going to sell my business, Paul, but you never know. You want to have it – you at least want to have the foundation there so if you need to sell it, it's already taken care of. Yeah, but, so, but, but not only that, though, it also help, will help make your company more efficient too. Right, so, which takes yeah. responsibility off of you. Right. Like nobody wants to have, you know, crap tons of responsibility. They want to have a nice, easy life. And the way you do that is by doing things that do the work for you. Right. So take, for instance, the, what I would do is collecting the data is, is huge, right? That's number one. You have a brand, you need to have a consistent brand that can be here. This is a big, so we'll dive in the weeds now because I don't have a million people I'm talking to, but when you design your logo and kind of going back to that name thing, I, my rule of thumb is no more than two colors. It has to be scalable. So you have to have a logo that can be like this Jolly Rancher. I got a Jolly Rancher right here in front of me. Their logo is probably an inch wide by maybe three eighths of an inch tall. It's teeny tiny, right? right? I don't know if anybody can hear that in my hand. But. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you can take that logo, and you can blow it up and put on a billboard, and everybody knows what it is, no matter what size it is. Or, like, this is printed on a piece of plastic. Well, what if you have to take that and embroider it into your shirt? Well, embroidery is tough, right? You, you take some scale way down, you can't see what it is. So you have to have a very recognizable brand that is well thought out, that is, you know, if you look at, different brands like Pepsi, it's red and blue. Mm -hmm. You know, there's always two colors. If you look at Multimate, it's two colors. Even NFL sports teams, it's usually two colors. Two colors. And if you really stop and look and open your eyes and look around you, everything's two colors. And there's typically, take like uh, Under Armour. They're, they're local to me, at least. Um, they have a logo, and it's, that's it. It's just that little logo. And you can scale that sucker to the moon, and you can shrink it down to this micro size, and everybody knows what it is. You have one? Yeah, yeah, you got one. Yep. There it is. There it is. And everybody knows that's that's that brand. And that brand should speak comfort. It should speak reliability. So you have you have the brand, you have the systems and the data. And then the final thing is in order to have the systems and data, things like an employee handbook. I was going through um, some of my, my notes on my phone and I actually ran across my personal employee handbook I had at Laser Cut Property Services years ago last night. And I want to say it was like twenty eight pages. 28 pages that I made years and years and years and years ago, and I'd be more than happy to share it with people. And it, um, I was reading through it, and I was like, holy mackerel, how much detail I had in there. I did not, I forgot. I've been, I've been so deep in the weeds in Mulchmate, I just forgot. And so an employee handbook is, it's, it's, it's a, uh, an expectation manager. That expectate you have to manage everyone's expectations. You got to manage your wives, your husbands, your kids, your employees, your sales guys, your your customers. Managing expectations, I can't emphasize how much and how important that really is. And if you don't tell somebody, these are the rules, they run wild. That's why we have rules in the United States, right? Yeah. So it keeps people in order and keeps keeps you know things moving in the direction you want it to go. So that's huge. Yeah, absolutely. Guys, we're going to have more golden nuggets here from Nick Carlson from Mulchmate coming right up. If you want to learn how to properly install paper projects and retaining walls, visit thehardscapeacademy.com. There you'll find two different training courses and soon more coming about how to install properly to national guidelines with our own twists and tips and tricks we have learned over 20 some years to properly install these projects. It's a great resource. It's two and a half hours long each at $99 
It's a great value at $99 each. If you buy both, there is a bundle special. Be sure to check out the hardscapeacademy.com. Most landscapers are so tired, they just want to enjoy a little of their evening. However, you often go home and your bookkeeping from the day or week immediately demands your time. Unfortunately, because you can't give it your full energy or focus, it just sits there, night after night, untouched, continually haunting you. It's costing you good cash flow, good decision making, and the peace of mind you need. Because your business demands your time elsewhere, Gulf Coast Bookkeeping provides a full service bookkeeping solution that is guaranteed to give you your time back and your peace of mind. You can begin this partnership with us today by going to www.gulfcoastbk.com and scheduling a 15 minute phone call. Don't trick yourself into thinking you can handle it all. It won't be long before you're saying no to new clients or skipping dinner with your family and friends, all because your bookkeeping needs are unfinished. We'll take care of your green so you can take care of theirs. Schedule a 15-minute call today at www.gulfcoastbk.com. Are you ready to make some serious money this winter with snow and ice management services? Are you looking to position yourself as an industry professional and to protect your bottom line from issues like unstable salt prices? Don't get left out in the cold this winter. Head over to DebtFreeLandscaper.com to check out the highly sought-after commercial and residential snow plowing contracts. These agreements are available for internet download and are easy to edit and make your own. DebtFreeLandscaper.com, the green industry's most professional resource for lawn and landscaping contracts, hiring employees and subcontractors, and where you'll find the same money-making commercial snow contract that numerous contractors like Brian Fullerton have used to dominate the snow and ice management industry. DebtFreeLandscaper.com Head over to DebtFreeLandscaper.com to get access to these incredible resources today and put yourself in a position to plow through the competition. Okay, quick question. The internet, that's the one with email, right? Yes. Got it? I'm on it. Get in touch with Paul. Comment on the show. Suggest topics. Ask questions. Speak your mind. GreenIndustryPodcast at gmail.com all right, guys, we are back here with Nick Carlson from Maryland, from MulchMate, and he's uh, kind of been a regular on the podcast, on Instagram. Everyone's kind of figuring out what MulchMate mulch mate is, but I want to go ahead and uh, have you share a little bit of the MulchMate story because you did build a successful, you were over a million dollar revenue a year. Almost two. Two million dollars mm-hmm. a year revenue in landscaping services and, and all the services that you offered. Mm-hmm. You sold that mm-hmm. and went into a completely different direction with pr- creating a product mm-hmm. that serves our industry. So tell us the story. Yeah, so it all started with, you know, I had bought this turf, turf Tech bed edger, and I was watching my guys use it one day, and I learned that I could take a, a 12-man crew and turn it into a two-man crew and then cut the amount of edging down in the springtime down in half. And I'm like, whoa, a piece of equipment can do that? Like, holy moly. So I started studying my crews, and I would just stand there and watch them. And it was painful, painful. to, to, to For me, it's like, go, 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 get the next job, go do the next thing. Like, go. Mm. And to stop for like a week and just study was one of the hardest things I've ever done. Um, the hardest thing I've ever done is take all the information out of my brain and get it on paper, which is humongous. So I don't know if this is a nugget. Hopefully it helps somebody. But take – all your expectations, all the all the thoughts you have in your head, like, oh, whenever I do X, it, this follows, right? And if you can get all those thoughts out of your head and on paper in some way, way, shape, or form, you know, in an organized fashion, that's huge, right? And so I bought this bed edger, and I started looking at the business, and I go, okay, what else am I missing here? And I, I saw a group of my guys standing around the back of one of my F550s, and I'm like, 
that's not efficient. And then they left, and the two guys that were doing all the shoveling, A, were just beat. You know, after by noon, they were done. And they were trying to switch out with somebody else. And when the guys left to go put the mulch down, the two guys were just standing there on their phones. And I, oh, dude, you sit on your phone? I, I want to go bonkers. I cannot stand that. And um, I thought, well, how do you take that responsibility away from somebody? And so the mulch mate came to me because I thought, okay, it was wintertime when it came to me. And I thought, well, what if you took a – a salt spreader, tailgate salt spreader, not not the, the little hopper, but the one that bolts on the back and you lift the bed up and mm-hmm. pour the salt into the hopper. I said, well, why don't we take the spinner off of that, put the wheel underneath there and dump mulch to it. Well, it, that doesn't work, but that started the, the gears and started the wheel started spinning. And for like two months, I didn't do anything with the idea. Nothing. And I thought, well, this is kind of getting annoying because I know mulch season's coming. Mm-hmm. I'm going to develop this machine like for spring. Mm-hmm. And so sp- spring's all me at this point. And uh, I'm literally, I'm... My wife had, had our first child uh, in April, which is, you know, April for me was like ridiculous. Like spring rush. Yeah. Dude, I dreaded April. I dreaded April. It was just the worst month ever because there was just so much going on. And um, she was having our kid on the 9th of April. The business is like going crazy. And I'm trying to develop this machine for the spring so it can like, you know, help me. Because I thought to myself, oh, I can develop this in like a month or two. No big deal. I'll throw it together. <laughs> Weld it, bolt it, you know, grind it, whatever. And, uh, yeah, that didn't happen <laughs> to say the least. So we start putting it together. And the funny story was one of the managers I'd hired was watching me do all this. And he comes in one day and he goes, what are you doing? I'm like, uh, I'm drawing like I've been doing for the last two months, trying to figure this thing out. And he goes, you know, I can put all that in the computer, like in CAD. And I'm like, what's CAD? <laughs> he goes, it's, it's a computer design software. You could, you know, that's what engineers use to, I'm like, you can do that. He goes, yeah, well, before I came to work for you, I, I didn't have a job, and I went to college and got certified in SolidWorks. I'm like, are you kidding me? He's like, yeah, I'll bring my computer over tomorrow. So we sat down in my di- in my dining room at my house and designed the very first mulch mate in my dining room. On the computer. On the computer, right. on his gaming computer, <laughs> where he had a pirated version of, of SolidWorks. I'm like, oh, my Lord. I don't know if you understand how much SolidWorks costs. It's like 50 grand. Wow. Wow. And you have to update it every year. Wow. It's, it's like another 30. But that enabled you to be able to, like, play around with it, like, without having to like waste time building and destroying things. So you could at least kind of design something and mm-hmm. see what, what works and what doesn't before you went to the manufacturing type mm-hmm. part of it. Yeah. So imagine this, like everybody's made a paper airplane, right? Well, that's, that's a very simple crude version of origami and that's what Mulchmate is. So Mulchmate, it's, it's, it's called a, a unibody. So if you look at like, um, take a, a Ford fusion, for instance, the car, there is no frame. There's no big metal beams underneath it. It's just a bunch of sheet metal, with all these crazy bends in it. Well, that's how mulchment is. There is no frame to it. It's just a bunch of origami bolted together, not welded together. Because you look at airplanes. Airplanes aren't welded. And the reason they're not welded is because aluminum fatigues at the weld and then it'll break. So that's why they rivet it together. Well, we bolt it together so you can repair it later on. But that's why it's built the way it is. And so um, we sat down with this, this guy. Um, he put it all together in CAD. And then we ended up finding this place called the Foundry in Baltimore, which is unfortunately it's closed now. But... Um, we took everything there and they had like water jets and CNC machines and powder coating and welding and everything I needed to make this machine. And, and I walked in, I'm like, Oh my God, this is like what I need. They were open for three years. I was there for two and a half of them developing this machine. It couldn't have been better timing for me. Wow. Yep. I came in three months after they opened and I left three months before they closed. Just, I mean, you talking about God looking down on you, dude, I have a, I have a blessing list and it is growing by the week. Amen. Like Brian, you understand how much that man has done for me? I like, was just telling Nick, the lady from Cujo, Kelsey was in here. I was like, 
Brian's like a gateway to success. He just <laughs> opens up these doors. He did it with my podcast. He's done it with Cujo, who was just in here. He's done it with your business. Tell the real quick story. So what happened was there's a guy, a friend of mine, his name is JD. We call him Gator. And we're sitting there and I told my father, I said, I want to get all this stuff on social media. And I was not against social media, but like, I'm a simple man. I don't need anybody to know what I'm doing. I just don't need it. And uh, I said, this needs to be on social media. And I had been waiting months and months and months to put it on a Facebook forum. That's, that was my original idea <laughs> was to put it oh, there. That was good old Facebook. Oh face. boy. Holy moly. <laughs> you got to be careful on yeah. Facebook forum. So yeah. I put it out there and got my head torn off, oh, torn wow. off. I'm like, you guys haven't even used it. How would you know? Yeah. Like, I, I can't stand that. The peanut yeah. gallery. Yeah, yeah, the forums, those groups are, are awful. Lord have mercy. So <sighs> I, I said, okay, well, we're, JD and I had had sat down and, and come up with a plan in my conference room. He's like, look, we got to put you here, 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 here. And I agreed with him, and we both came up with this plan. So I gave him a password to, to my account, and we had like four posts up, right? And so he, he's out there on forums he's on facebook marketplace like advertising is like for sale and he's helped me in the background well he had stumbled across uh brian and he dm'd him now brian thinks it's me it ain't me i didn't know who he was and uh brian's like yeah man cool appreciate it you know i'll look into it and, and that was where it stood i was like i, I could see the dms it, it was cool and i really appreciate it well i guess a month or two had gone by and this is 2018 and um <laughs> I had posted a drone video uh, of the mulch mate swinging open so it doesn't limit your truck. Everybody's like, why would you want to wrap your truck up? Well, it's got a dual pivot hinge on it, ding dong. I understand what you're dealing with here. I was you. Don't forget that. And so it swings 270 degrees, latches on the driver's side of the truck, and you still dump your load like you always have. And the reason that is, just so everybody understands, if you're unloading mulch off the back of the truck and you do have a side door in your truck, you can offload mulch, take it to the bed, load up the debris, take it back to the truck, load it in the side door, grab your new mulch, and go back. It's the most most uh, economical, friendly, most efficient way of doing it from what right. I can put together. So at least there's one way to do it. Uh, but Brian had reshared that post. Mm. Now, in my head, I'm going, dude, why would you reshare that one? It just shows this thing swinging. <laughs> I'm going, that's right. like the worst video you ever could have done. And boom, it just took off. And all of a sudden, I'm getting phone calls and people are emailing. And the Instagram, I'm not saying it's blowing up, but you get 500 followers overnight. Right. That moves the needle. Yeah. That's a that's a needle mover. For sure. And, and and I'm like, oh, who is this guy? And I called JD. I'm like, you messaged him like a month ago. You know, what's his deal? Rusty Everett. Who's this Brian's Law yeah, Maintenance? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and no one knew who Brian's Law Maintenance was, and now everyone knows. Yeah, we have a friend, and he has this accent, and he's like, who's Brian's Law Maintenance? Yeah. And Brian was, like, coming up. And yeah, yeah. So now we're always like, who's Brian's Law Maintenance? <laughs> yeah, and, he, and he, he, um, he, support, he supported us with a couple, I think he shared, like, two posts. That's all it took. And next thing you know, he's got Dirt Monkey at my shop. He's got Ed right at my shop. You kind of gloss over that for someone who doesn't know the story. You're in your kitchen and the door knocks yeah. and it's Stanley Dirt Monkey genetic. Right. <laughs> they just walk right in and I'm sitting there eating Chick-fil-A breakfast going... No idea they're coming. Well, no idea. And so I'm sitting there with Sam, one of my, my best guys. I mean, he he's an extremely great human. He, he's he been with me. I've known him since he was six months old, so he's a great guy. But he's like, that's genetic guy coming. Like, he could see him coming to the door yeah. and I'm going... What? Who? Who? What are you talking about? <laughs> and, and of course, I'm uneducated at the time, and and, and uh, I get up out of my chair and I, I walk around. And I look, and he's he's standing there with Ed. And I'm keep mind. I don't know who Ed Wright is either. And there's a really funny story about this. This wow. is really funny. So I'm like, uh, you're you're dirt mo dirt monkey, and he's like, Stan. I'm like, 
I'm sorry. Excuse me. <laughs> he's like, no, I'm just kidding. And, um, and I'm like, oh, okay. And he's like, yeah, this is Ed, uh, Ed Wright. And I'm like, good. What? <laughs> You're Ed Wright. Like I know the brand, but I don't know the person. Right. Ed's right. the CEO of it. Right. Yeah. 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 Right. And, 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 um, today I understand how big of a deal he is. He's a, he's a brilliant, amazing human. That's doing a great job. Um, very big fan. But at the time I only knew Wright mowers and, the, the persona that Wright had that I had learned over the years was crazy good mowers, crazy expensive. That's what I knew. And you had Wright mowers at the time, right? You had the ZK? Not but, yet. Oh, okay. Not yet. Well, the reason I bought the ZK was because of it and his attitude and his attention to detail and learning his systems and his processes. That's interesting feedback that we've never gotten before. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. awesome. So what had ended up happening, well, I had run all Toros. I had... X Marts, I had Yazoo Keys, I had, um, I think I had a John Deere, I had a bunch of mowers, but never ran rights because I always thought they were way too expensive. Maybe they were, maybe they weren't, I don't know. That has nothing to do with any of this, but he's standing there. The funny, the, here's the funny part of this whole story. The day before, I, I like to have a mentor, I like to have somebody like, shoot for to be like to to you know to right. to, to, to to you know like Andy Frisella is like my right. my guy that I'm shooting at right now yeah. and Ed Wright kind of a combo and um the day before I'd called Ed out of the blue and just said hey I'd really like to pick your brain I'm kind of looking for a, a manufacturing mentor maybe I, I, we can kick some ideas back and forth whatever and he never called me back well how'd you get his number I just called right manufacturing oh, and, just, and just said, can I talk <laughs> to Ed? The message. Yeah. Oh, can I talk to Ed? Yeah, I, I didn't know what they he looked like. They put you right through, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. And they just went right, went right to his voicemail. Wow. And I'm like, okay, well, I'll never get a call back. But I had to try, you yeah. know. If you don't if you don't throw your hook in the water, you're never going to catch right. a fish. Yeah. Well, right. and then he shows up the next day, so. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> blessing number like 5,000. Like you, Nick. Yeah. yeah, dude, it's, man, there's, yeah. there's a long It's probably list. one of those really good coincidences where they were all together, Stan, Ed, and Brian were making some good content up there yeah. and, in, and and you got he got that message and was probably like in the hebrew language the word coincidence doesn't even exist because it's like it's god right. yeah it's, it's well, not luck a, doesn't exist right. right we made up the word coincidence but the lord set that up to bless you yes right. you know? and, and the th- like i don't believe in the word luck i use the word but the word it's really preparation meets opportunity yeah that's all that is and so you know i don't uh, I don't know this, but I think Ed did not get the message till after he came. Uh, wow. I think what had happened was, again, Brian was just hounding Ed and Stan to go. And Brian didn't have time. He had, his flight was like early in the morning. Well, Ed and or, uh, Stan had a little extra time. And so I think, from what I can remember, when they dropped him off the airport and you're right there. I'm right there. Yeah. So I think when they came in, I, I've, you gotta remember, this is a blur. Like, mm-hmm. this is a major blur for me. But I think when, um, when Stan come, came in, he I think he said to me, he goes, I don't even want to be here. I, I think he said that. I don't remember. but he, he, It's probably one of those things where he was like, I don't believe in, in, in what you're saying with this mulch may thing. Everyone says it's great. I don't believe it. Or show me. Or, you know, that's how it's Stan expected. challenges these. Mm-hmm. That, that's, that's, he's built his whole social network on that. You know, mm-hmm. he, he definitely proves if something's good or not, you know. Well, because, I mean, think about it. What There's this kid, right, me, in Crownsville, Maryland, building a big white box that pukes out material. There's no reason for anyone to believe in this product or me. No re- I have no engineering degree. I've never been to college. I barely graduated high school. And I had this little landscape business in, a, in this one little county. You say little, but it was a multi-million dollar, or almost multi-million dollar business. It depends so. on who you compare it to. But, right. you know, it, it. I did well. I was trying to get better. But I honestly, I got really tired. 
And, and then I found my passion and I was like, hello, there's the door. I'm taking it. And it's right. okay to make that change. And so for everybody listening, if, if something happens in your life and, and there's a door, it's okay to take it. It opened for a reason. God laid that out in front of you for a reason. So don't and, ignore it. And the rest before that was foundation, laying yeah. down the groundwork for the, that yes. door. Because so, I, I worked years and I was like, why am I doing this? I kept asking God, I'm like, why are you, you're, I'm not getting anything back. I'm getting nothing out of you. I'm not getting anything out of this. And it, and now I look back and I go, he was just saying, patient, be mm. patient, be patient, be patient, be patient. And I thought looking back now, I go, I would never be here without 16 years of just, just grinding mm -hmm. as hard as I could. If I didn't grind and push as hard as I did, I wouldn't think it was necessary to be efficient. Mm -hmm. Right. And so that's, that's yeah. how my brain kind of came to be. But yeah, uh, Brian getting stand there, all the blessings, um, Stan actually giving me the time of day and challenging me, as you mm -hmm. said, um, made a video. You blew, you blew him away. He made a video. That video went viral for mm -hmm. all intents and purposes mm -hmm. for, for, you know, 200,000 views or something yeah, yeah, for, it, yeah, for, for our average type videos, you know, went well and the rest is history basically. Right. It, it really is. And but then, the yeah. thing that, the, the thing that, that I would capitalize on, on all, or, or, um, just say to all of that is, you know, just because, you have quote unquote air quotations uh, of a, a viral video. That's your foundation. Mm -hmm. You have to then take that and go make the relationships. Like we have, you own our product, Nail, you own our products, mm -hmm. Paul, we have a great relationship and we all can talk and chat and help each other and grow. And a lot of people go, bam, I got a win. Well, it's not about the win. It's about all the wins, mm -hmm. right? And there is no finish line. You just got to keep winning, keep helping, keep pushing. And dude, you'll drag a million people with you. Look at Brian. Mm -hmm. He's just out there talking. Yeah. And he's just crushing. I mean, he's working his tail off, let's be honest. Right. But well, you said, what do you say? Rising tide raises all ships, right? That, yeah. That's yeah. one of and Brian's most recent famous quotes there mm -hmm. that he keeps quoting. So yeah. we need leaders. We need leaders. We need people pushing the envelope and changing the way people think. Because this, in my opinion, this industry has been so stagnant. Yeah. It's, been, it, it, it's begging. It's, it's craving, it, you know, some, some efficiencies and some innovation. And I, right. think, I think in a small way, a small chunk, we're providing some of that. And I think maybe that's why right now I was just saying to, you know, we were talking about Cujo Yardware, uh, that that's, we're in this time right now where, where there's that need for something new and, you know, Cujo and Mulchmay and you guys are just like, they're, they're continually, they started with shoes and now they're going to be getting into apparel. Like it, they're just like, they're in that, that mode, yeah, that they, frame of mind. Yeah. They're, they're riding the wave, the momentum, just like yourself, you know, mm -hmm. you're just banging out product after product. So that leads into, so Brian finally made it up. He finally made it to, to your shop. Mm -hmm. He finally got to see it. And we, we just recently had a launching event there at Mulchmay headquarters and you launched a whole bunch of new products. So why don't you just give us uh, some, what, what are we expecting in 2021? <laughs> so the, the, the Cartmate RS we unveiled with the, uh, along with the dump trailer, we had a crane mate there, which is a, a, a device that picks up uh, trees for you. It's like a, it's a crane, it's a mini crane and mm -hmm. it, it just picks up heavy stuff. So it doesn't, you know, stretch your guys out and you throw in your Cartmate and you go. Um, so again, it's all about helping people, but, um, you know, looking to the future, um, I'm the kind of guy where, man, at GIE the first year, I, I heard this so many times and it irks me. It's, oh, we'll see if you're here next year. Oh, really? You want to see this? I'll, sh I'll show you what I got. And that's why we end up coming out with cart mate and truck mate. Um, I've got a bunch of other things. Like I, I can tell you something I'm coming out with, uh, in the next couple of weeks, uh, is an extension conveyor for mulch mate and it's stored under the machine. 
So it just lives there. It doesn't bother anybody. When you want to reach out and dump off and over like you know, an island, you know, four feet out or lift it up and fill something, that's coming out really soon. I am stoked about that because I've heard that a lot. Um, is that part of the 2000 or no? That no. 2000 is totally upgraded, new technology you DS2, were saying you're working on. Yeah, yeah DS2000 is fully... Uh, the hardware side of it's almost done. Um, the software side, oh boy, I'm challenging some smart people. Guys that put satellites in space, build rockets, I'm challenging those guys. There's a guy local to me. He um, he builds um, space shuttles, uh, or, or not shuttles, but um, fuselages in, in, mm. the, in the, the capsules and all that. This dude's seven foot tall. Oh, this wow. dude's a giant. And uh, I went to him with the idea, and he's like, that's doable, but that... that the, it's like MulchMate. MulchMate's just a cross conveyor and a tarp system with some augers. It's not nothing about it is is unique, but altogether right. as as a recipe, it's unique, right? Right. And so that's what he's trying to do. And with the DS two thousand, that's the same way. Mm-hmm. You know, um, some other exciting news that I didn't tell anybody yet. I haven't posted about it yet. I got my fifth patent yesterday. Congratulations! Utility patent. Yeah, nice red booklet. It's amazing. Nice. So that's really exciting. It's it's another one on MulchMate to protect it and. All that, so that's yeah, really cool. Awesome. And what's the IG handle? Uh, at Mulchmate USA. Uh, there's also another one, Dawson MFG and Cartmate USA. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, we so got sure. Cartmate, Mulchmate. I'm just looking for it. Hey, mate. Hey, mate. <laughs> <laughs> we'll end it there, Paul. We'll kick that back to Mr. Producer. <laughs> Hey friends, Mr. Producer here to tell you about Cujo's new X1 Landscape Boot. Now the X1 Landscape Boots offer premium safety protection without sacrificing comfort. It has water resistance where it matters the most and breathable air vents to keep you cool. These lightweight boots are made for working on your feet all day long. Get your X1 Landscape Boot today by clicking on the link in today's show notes and don't forget to use the promo code PAULS10 to save 10%. Again, that's the promo code Paul's 10. Hey, friends, it's Marty, producer of the Green Industry Podcast, and I'm sad to say the episode's over. You can stay connected with Paul on Instagram at Paul Jameson and at Green Industry Podcast. Now, on YouTube, his channel is Paul Jameson. That's pretty simple. And if you're ready to take your business to that next level by raising your rates, it's time to check out Paul's rate increase letter. It is a plug-and-play document that will help you professionally communicate with your existing customers of why you're increasing their rates. Paul's rate increase letter and links to all the other products and services you heard about during this episode available in the show notes. And thank you for listening.